Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Next on the Ledger Report, take back your nomenclature and take it back now. The radical Marxist left Democrats have hijacked our language, our English language, and it twisted it just like Hitler did in the 1930s and 1940s and twisted it into their propaganda machine. We must stop it and everyone, everyone who is a patriot, who cares about this republic, can do this and get involved and stop the hijacking of our nomenclature. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax. As we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. fighting against is this MAGA extremism and we heard loud and clear this election from the American public uh, that they want us to work to get things done for them they want us to reduce the costs that they have and they want us to stamp out extremism in every form and so that's going to be our mandate unfortunately there's folks who on the other side of the aisle who go to white nationalist conferences and come from the most far right corners of the country. And we're gonna have to continue to push back against those ideas as well. And every time that the other side pushes these theories. Stop tape. This is Pete Aguilar. He's part of the new Democrat Marxist leadership on Capitol Hill, the new and improved. Um, Nancy Pelosi is just rank and file now, and this guy and Hakeem Jeffries and all the other Marxists are in charge. So it's a new dawn of a new day on Capitol Hill for the Marxist Democrats, and they know that they're going to be able to run circles around the Republicans on Capitol Hill. This is a, a fait accompli, because the Democrats always do, because there's too many rhinos, because there's too many people who won't take risks on behalf of American patriots. But I want to go and stick to what he was saying there and some of the hot button words that the radical Marxist Democrat left are now using. And this word extremism is really the centerpiece for everything that they do now. And this is thanks to Barack Hussein Obama. And I'll explain that in just a moment. But MAGA extremism. So they want you to believe they're, they're trying to brand here, just like Hitler did. Just like Hitler did. He branded the Jews. He branded enemies of the state. Literally and figuratively. In this case, it's figuratively. Maybe the literal part comes later. Who knows? 
So he's branding anybody who supports Donald Trump as an extremist. This extremist MAGAism, whatever they're calling it. Extreme MAGA followers. MAGA extremism. They're being used interchangeably. So the mainstream media will start regurgitating this term. MAGA extremism. Over and over. You're going to hear this now for the next two years. As Donald Trump runs for the presidency in 2024, MAGA extremism is going to be out there all the time. And because this term is going to be out there, it's basically going to paint you and me as a, quote, extremist. Well, what is an extremist? Well, I guess you have to ask Barack Obama what an extremist is because he's the one who kind of reinvented the term. And this is the point that I'm trying to make. And I'm going to make it a few different ways here. We must take back our language. Extreme, extremism have certain definitions. But what the left has done is twisted those definitions on many levels, in many facets of our society. And now the word extreme is necessarily a bad word. You know, when we were growing up as kids, if you use the word extreme, you might use it, well, that roller coaster was extremely fun. Now, extreme can mean just about anything that's bad in the Marxist Democrat mindset in this country. Can mean anything from a terrorist to a little boy who doesn't follow the teachers, the radical teachers' directions in class. We are, as Kamala Harris likes to say, uh, at an inflection point in this country. And if we don't stand our ground now, we're going to lose this country. And I want to remind you that this program is brought to you by MyPillow and Mike Lindell. Please put promo code LEDGER. It's Christmas. Yes, we still say Christmas. More on that in a minute. Uh, put promo code LEDGER uh, in, the, uh, in the box when you go shopping on MyPillow and my store. If you want American-made products, go to MyStore.com. You get up to 66% off. My store is wonderful because it's all American-made. I'm going to do some shopping on, on my store. The hell with Amazon. I'm tired of Amazon. I'm tired of seeing all the little trucks driving around the neighborhood. Let's support my pillow. Let's support my store. How about it, huh? Ledger in the promo code box. Also, this program is brought to you by Relief Factor 833-425-7246. Just took some the other day. I have a pain. I have pains. <laughs> so uh, Relief Factor helps. It's a homeopathic way to relieve pain. 833-425-7246. They'll send you a starter kit. And this starter kit's got a lot of vitamins in it. Completely homeopathic. You just pop a couple of these pills um, and, and you feel better. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I still have this old Gmail account. It's old, but I check it. It's GrahamLedger411. GrahamLedger411 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you, especially on this uh, issue that I'm talking about here. I drive around this time of year. I pull it out of mothballs, my, uh, my Christmas stuff mothball. Uh, boxes, and it was all bent this year. I guess I didn't store it quite right. It's a little magnet um, that is an outline of the manger. You know, Joseph and Mary and the baby Jesus manger with a star on top. 
And underneath it, it says, keep Christ in Christmas. You know, if, if we were having this conversation 30 years ago, I would have been shocked, right? But here we are today, and you know what I'm talking about. They have whitewashed Christ out of Christmas. They, the radical left. It's up to you to put Christ back in, and you can do it. My church, and I love my church, this little insert in here, it's a quilting for missions, shawls of prayer, okay? Holiday fundraiser. Holiday fundraiser. Now, I'm sure somebody is well-intentioned by writing holiday. What holiday are we talking about here? Hmm? I ask you, church, whoever wrote this, what holiday happens on December 25th every year? This is the kind of stuff that's garbage. And you have to speak up like I am. You can do it nice. You don't have to get emotional like an Italian like me. I'm just sick of it. Keep Christ in Christmas. You drive up behind my car, you're going to know my car over the next month because it's the one that has its white. A white manger scene, keep Christ in Christmas. You've got to remind people that they have been propagandized, that they have been brainwashed, just like Hitler did in the 1930s and 40s. He propagandized and he brainwashed. There is no difference what is going on here. And Hakeem Jeffries and Nancy Pelosi and this Pete Aguilar, I was going to use a bad word that begins with a D, but I'm not going to say it because it's a family program. This Pete Aguilar, bad person, Marxist, I can imagine what his conservative voting record is or constitutional voting rate. I'm sure it's down there with Nancy Pelosi, single digit. Um, by the way, just want to remind you, I want to take this moment to remind you that Kevin McCarthy's constitutional conservative voting record is F. That's your leader. Hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not in for this fight that's going down. I, I, I'm one of these people who believes strength in numbers and it, it should have happened at the caucus level. They should have had a knockdown drag out, but don't do it in Congress. Don't do it on the floor of the House, people. Okay? Andy Biggs, just don't do it. It's not worth it. Okay? I understand what you're doing. I totally understand what you're doing. You know how I feel about Kevin McCarthy. He's worse than the guy who used to be Speaker a few years ago who now sits on the board of Fox News. And more on Fox News in just a minute. Paul Ryan. It's a Christmas party, right? Not a holiday party. Say it. Say it with me. Christmas party. It is a Christmas parade. In my community, they had a holiday parade. And they tried to use the word Christmas as little as possible. It was painful. You know, the narrator's up there and, well, this is the holiday float for this. And Mary... You know, it's like the Grinch, right? Merry, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yet they'll go out there and say, "Well, oh, Happy Ramadan." Listen, Happy Ramadan. I don't even know what they're celebrating with Ramadan. I don't care. But we know about Christmas and the birth of Christ two thousand plus years ago changed the history of the planet. Okay. At least 
you atheists and you Marxists out there can admit that, right? The birth of Christ changed the history of the world for the better, obviously. And it needs to be recognized as such. But as Christians, we know we believe it's more than just an earth-shattering, world-changing moment. It saved souls. It changed the course of what it is to be human on the planet. And those of us who believe need to stand up for Christ. Stand up for Christ. That's all I ask. And do it all year long, but especially at this time of year. If someone, do what I do. If someone sticks out their hand and says, Happy Holidays, you look at them and you say, Merry Christmas. And if they say, Oh, well, I'm Jewish, then you say, Happy Hanukkah. Go with it. You can wish someone Merry Christmas if they're not Christians. It's a blessing. Merry Christmas. It's a Christmas parade. It's a Christmas party. It's a Christmas pageant. It's a Christmas dress. It is a Christmas tree. Please stand up for Christ. But it's bigger, it's bigger than just Christmas. The extremism word, I want to go back to that in a moment. It was Barack Obama who in, reinvented, shall we say, extremism. I remember watching him. I don't know, it must have been 2014 or 15. And he, he, he rolled out the word extremism in, in replace of terrorist. And at that time, I talked to my producers and I said, you know what he's doing? Uh, once again, uh, your fearless leader was dead on target. I told them he's, re he's making this word vanilla. So the word extremist can apply, he's replacing the word terrorist with extremist. So later on, they can replace the word Republican or conservative with extremist. So in the back of your mind, you know that an extremist can be a terrorist and now a Republican conservative patriot is an extremist. Ah, they must be a terrorist too. You see how they twist? It's not by accident they're doing this. It's because this is part of the propaganda machine. And it is our duty as patriotic, conservative, constitutional Americans who care about this country, who care about our culture, who care about preserving our history in particular. This is insidious when it comes to attacking our history and Christopher Columbus et al. We must stand up for our nomenclature. No, it's not an extremist down there at Gitmo. That is a terrorist. Somebody who tries to light their, their shoe uh, because it's a bomb on an airplane, that's a terrorist. Somebody who is in the Capitol at a rally celebrating Donald Trump, that's a Republican, that's a conservative, that's a patriot, that's an American. That's not an extremist, ladies and gentlemen. And so you see how this Pete Aguilar is twisting just like Hitler. Now, I was told a long time ago when I was a child, I don't know if this is accurate, I don't really care, but it kind of makes sense, that the Nazi swastika was born of the Christian cross, that Hitler took the cross and twisted it, twisted each end and made the, uh, the Nazi swastika. I don't know if that's true. It sounds good to me. I mean, it sounds like it's something he would have done.
is disgusting. Doesn't sound good in that sense. Is disgusting. Period. But the bottom line is Hitler twisted everything. And so if he twisted the cross and turned it into the Nazi swastika, it wouldn't surprise me. And so that's what the Democrat, Marxist, liberals, progressives are doing here. They are twisting your words. They are twisting your language. They are twisting your culture because our culture is tied to, inexorably, the language. So I, here, here's a suggestion. Don't even use the word extremism or extremist right now. Just put it in a little verbal closet somewhere and call a terrorist a terrorist. Call a patriot a patriot. Be specific. Just a little advice from Grammy here. Here's another one. This drives me absolutely nuts. And please be with me on this one. Because words mean things. And they're important. And that's a Rush Limbaugh line, by the way. And I'll often quote Rush just because it's part of my vernacular now. I respected the man so much and I learned so much from, from Rush Limbaugh as a broadcaster. Um, words mean things is what he would say early on in his uh, broadcast career as a early on in his uh, conservative broadcast portion of his career. He had a big career <laughs> prior to that when as a DJ. It was kind of funny to hear him. This is Rush Limbaugh and KDKA Pittsburgh. And now next up. <laughs> anyway, um, words mean things. And so when Fox News comes on and says the migrants at the border, no, stop, turn it off. Write them a letter, write them an email. Don't play into this, okay? I have a buddy up in another part of the state. And he, when we talk about the illegals at the border, which is what they are, and that's the word you should use, illegals. You want to use illegal alien, fine. You want to use illegal immigrant, mm, I wouldn't even give them that, honestly. They're not immigrants. They are illegals. They are attackers. So just call them illegals. Aliens, illegal alien, eh. You know, I don't even think that's fair to aliens. How about just illegals? But Fox News calls them migrants. And so now my buddy is using that word migrants. And I stop him and I say, hey, they're not migrants. They are illegals. Again, nomenclature. Take it back. Don't let Fox News get away with this. Don't let the other news outlets. Of course, the New York Times is going to call them migrants. It is an insult to migrants legal migrants, okay? There are still migrants to this country, legal. And they come here and they go home. They go back to their country. That's a migrant. They migrate. Again, the root of the word. If you are violating our sovereignty, violating the sovereignty of Mexico, by the way, if you're coming from Honduras or Guatemala, you're violating all kinds of sovereignty. And then you're violating our sovereignty crossing illegally into the United States, into Texas or Arizona as a human being, but as somebody who is committing a crime, multiple crimes, you are not a migrant. You are a criminal. And you are, by our definition of our immigration laws, by definition, an illegal. 
So please, Fox News, I know you're not watching me, but maybe one of you will remind Fox News they're not migrants. By definition, they're not migrants because they have no intention of going back to their home country. A migrant means they're coming here and then they're going home. And that's, by the way, what they used to do. And I'll remind you what happened in 1954 under President Eisenhower, Operation Wetback. Oh, <gasps> he said Wetback? Yeah, it was Operation Wetback. Oh, you're not allowed to look it up. Operation Wetback. And those migrants, as soon as the federal officials started sweeping from the north, I think they started in Washington State or Oregon, and they started headed toward the border of Mexico. But of course, they had to travel through the central parts of California to do so. They swept down, and word got out, and the self-deportation went crazy. That's a definition of a migrant, although those people were illegal too. Back then, they were illegal. They're illegal now. But at least then, we attempted to end the madness. Instead, we have an administration that has a giant neon sign and a welcome mat that says, illegals, come and violate our sovereignty. Come and destroy our lifestyle. Come and attack our culture because we know you're coming here, number one, illegally, and number two, you have no intention of melding into our society. You just want to take. Take, take, take. And by the way, we also don't know what kind of diseases you're bringing with you. Oh, that's awfully mean of you, Graham. Yes, but it's true. I will remind you that tuberculosis was all but wiped out in this country 20 years ago. Now, all of a sudden, it's coming back. Why? Ask yourself why. That's another part of the nomenclature. We don't, we don't hear anything about tuberculosis, do we? We hear about COVID. Oh, and they come across illegally and get a shot. <laughs> hey. We know about the shots, and you know what? They're probably rejecting the shots, but they're bringing diseases with them. Yes, they are. And like Donald Trump pointed out seven years ago, many of them are criminals. What he was trying to point out, they're not the best and the brightest, but that doesn't even matter. Even if they were Nobel laureates, even if they were all graduates of the best MIT kind of school that exists in Mexico or Honduras, we still wouldn't want them. Why? because they are illegals. They're not migrants, they're illegals. Have I made my point? One other, and this is a big one, and you please cannot get suckered in on this one. And I see, quote, journalists all over the place. I don't know that they're being suckered in, I think it's they believe this crap, this pronoun nonsense. And Many of the young people in this country are falling for this crap. That you are a girl, but you identify as they, them. It's, listen, if this isn't an insult to your English teacher, I don't know what is. And if you are an English teacher, you've got to stand up for your language. And if you are a parent or a grandparent, you've got to stand up for your culture and your history and your knowledge of the English language and realize that a person, a single person, an individual soul who has individual liberty in this country and as Christians has an individual soul that can seek salvation. An individual cannot be a they, them. 
by definition of our language, but also right there in the Bible. Right there in the Bible. It is an individual with a soul, not a they, a he or a she. There's another one, by the way, that there is some sort of gray area between he and she, and we know that to be a lie as well. And that's part of the Hitler-esque twisting of our culture and our language. So stand up for this. This is a big one because you can't placate these young people. You have to say there is no they, them. And if my daughter starts calling herself they, them, I'm going to push back. I, I promise you, I'm going to do it. You, I have to. If she's getting suckered into this nonsense. The only they, them I know about was in a 1970s movie with a girl named Rachel, Linda Blair. That's the only they, them I've ever... Maybe Carrie, maybe Carrie had a little bit of they, them going on in, in that movie too. I don't know. And how'd that turn out, by the way, on both those movies? How did those they, thems turn out in both those movies? Hmm? Not so good. Not so good. And they all involve the devil, by the way. I know they're movies. But sometimes movies paint pictures in your mind. And this picture is, is pretty clear. If you are a boy, you are a he. If you are a girl, you are a she. It's pretty simple. There is no confusion here. And if these kids come home from school with a they, them, and they're a, they're a, a boy, or it doesn't matter. <laughs> they are not a they, them. I mean, I, it's just mind-boggling to me. We even have to have this discussion. Again, 10 years ago, if you had told me that people are going to run around saying they're they, them, instead of a he or a she, I'd say, what? No way. Just like if 10 years ago you told me that they were going to shut down an entire country because of a virus, I would have said, you're out of your mind. That would never happen. Here we are. So we have to stand up for what is right. We have to stand up for our language, which is part of our culture. And they want to undermine our culture. They want to attack our culture. And they want to replace our culture. That's why they want to get rid of Christopher Columbus. And soon, just calling yourself white is going to be extremist to them. This is the progression of this. There is nothing wrong with being a white Christian nationalist, yet somehow the word extremism is tagged on to white Christian nationalist. I'm a white Christian nationalist. I don't consider myself white. <laughs> Do I look white to you? I consider myself an American who happens to be Christian of Italian descent. That's about it. That's all I am. Nationalist? Of course I'm a nationalist. I'm America first. I'm a nationalist. Aren't you? Shouldn't you be a nationalist? Of course you should be. Would you want Mexico to succeed over the United States? Of course not. You want the United States first. You want America first, right? This is the Donald Trump MAGA extremism, that somehow America first is extremist. You see, just avoid the term altogether. America first, period. America first is great. America should be first. We want to be first in the Olympics, and we want to be first in trade, and we want to be first on the battlefield, and we want to be first 
in technology. We want to be first, 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 first. Of course we want America first, but the Marxists want, of course, America last. Where they're going, they don't even know where they're going. They just know they want to destroy our culture, destroy our foundation, and replace it. They don't even know what they're replacing it with. They're not that smart. That's why when I hear people talk about this global reset, you know, that these people are all working together and there's some sort of global plan to take over, they're not that smart. <laughs> they're not. You know, some of these Klaus people are pretty smart in a maniacal way, in a Hitler-esque way, but they're not capable of executing what people out there think they're capable of executing. They're not. Oh, they can do plenty of damage. And I want to fight back against George Soros, trust me. With, with every ounce of my strength. But they're not that smart. We're actually in a better position than they are. We just need to exercise our rights. And if you want to participate in fighting back and fighting to keep your country and fighting to keep your republic, this is a very simple way to do it. Stand up for your nomenclature, stand up for your country, stand up for your culture by simply standing firm on your language. Merry Christmas. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives of the Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.